Welcome to the Doing Delta podcast. I'm your host, John. Doing Delta. I'm your host, John X, along with my co-host. David K. David K. Yes. Here to talk about all the good things in cannabis. At one of the most, um, what is the word I could say to use to describe our frequency of podcast broadcast? What would you think, Dave? What's a good word to describe our infrequency? Well, as the decoys and as the decays and as sometimes the herb must be blazed, we're here to see the flag upraised for the natural healing ways in opposition to the pharma mafia trying to enslave people to the chemical monkey that they're installing on the backs of the population steadily through their control of the manipulative mass media in favor of an agenda of weakening people's connections with the natural healing properties of their environment and of naturally occurring substances in favor of chemically altered ones. That's what I'm talking about. What you just said, Dave. What you just said. I can't get that eloquent. Not anymore, not on a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually late on a Sunday, and it's Doing Delta Podcast. It's the Midnight Doing Delta Podcast. And today we got a special treat for you. We're going to actually talk, and we're going to interview my co-host, David Kay, who's down in Costa Rica. (laughs) Find out all that it is that makes him tick. Why is wow. it that you are, why, what is it that makes you David from Costa Rica? Oh, oh my goodness. All right, well, I'm excited to find out about this myself. Well, me too. It's me and all the girls on Twitter that keep hitting up our profile because they see your picture up there. They don't oh, realize, I, I don't even answer because. Sorry, I hope it doesn't go to my head. I hope so, I hope not either. I hope not either. I don't even, I don't <laughs> answer them. I don't answer them because it's like, what am I going to say? I'm not, I can't, I'm not Dave. I'm just a fact. I know what the Beatles felt like now, you know, Mm. waiting outside, just hoping to get a glimpse of me. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Must be tough to be you, Dave. Must be tough. So tell me, Dave, you know, you got into this business. You were, you were actually are, are a California native. How do you end up coming by the way of Costa Rica? To the way of doing Delta. Well, I was working in uh, intense international business in a, in a corporate environment, and I wanted to uh, take a little break from that on the occasion of my birthday. So I decided to come to Costa Rica because I had never been to Costa Rica, and I knew that there were animals and a lot of nature and surfing and pretty girls, and it just sounded like a good environment to go and relax in a carefree, you know, um, natural place. And so that's how I came to visit Costa Rica in the first place. And it was a series of serendipitous synchronicities uh, from the beginning. And uh, it was kind of love at first sight with Costa Rica, and it just got better. Just got better. And you just stayed. No, no, no. I had one week that I took off for my birthday, and I spent that week in Costa Rica and had a remarkable time. And uh, and then I went back to California to my life and job and house and everything. 
And then what was the impetus that made the change that made you want to get out of there? Well, I was aware I wanted to take some type of a step in my, in my career, in my direction, in my life. I was doing well, but I felt a little bit of at a plateau. And when I came to Costa Rica, I just, it was entirely magical for me. So that first week was so incredible. And then I came back four months later for a two week vacation. And the second time I realized that I was right the first time that I, I do belong here. And, uh, so then I really knew that I would be here, but I didn't know how long it would take me. So I, I wasn't in a position or in a situation where I could just drop everything in my life and stay here. You know, I had things happening. I had, yeah. So I, uh, but then after that second trip, it was three months until I moved here and I moved here with a job uh, created from my existing, uh, the job I had in Los Angeles. Okay. My employer allowed me to move to Costa Rica with a temporary, um, out, you know, outside posting as a Latin American business development manager. And so I came down here and with two computers and several cell phones, you know, like my Blackberry and two other cell phones, one local one, one California cell phone, two laptops, and then a Blackberry also. And I might be talking to Japan or Europe or whoever at any time. So in my first few months living here, I was also doing my international business job and those things didn't work well together. So I quit the job and dedicated myself to just being here and living simply. And I knew this was my path at that time was clear to me that Costa Rica was calling to me. So that's inspirational, bro. You just picked up and you just moved. Not many people have the gonads to actually get up and, decide that they're going to change their entire life over the course of a couple of weeks. But at that time, you were doing international trading, is my understanding, like import and export mostly stuff, correct? Yeah, motorsports business, global trade of uh, motorcycles, ATVs, exotic cars, airplanes and boats. But mostly, uh, mostly motorcycles is like the bulk of our business. All the dope stuff. So how did you end up getting into Bitcoin? Because I know at one point you were in Bitcoin. Um, I was just um, fascinated by the by the technology involved. Okay. And so several years ago, you know, about six years ago, I, uh, I had a student in the first years here, so more than 10 years ago, I had a student who was a former prison guard and a black belt in, in uh, Taekwondo who I was uh, training in martial arts. And he, um, he was an early Bitcoin investor and he had quite a bit long ago when it was like, a few, you know, a few hundred dollars or whatever it was then it was very little. So he was involved in it very early, but then when things kind of started to take off at some point about five, six, about six years ago, well, five years ago, I became interested in it. And when I began to study it, to understand it, it's very deep. And so I began to understand it very well and so well that then I made the podcast about it and I interviewed a programmer for like an hour, more than an hour. Um, 
and asked a lot of deep joke questions and a lot of people really liked uh, what I had done on there. And then also I had the, I have a crypto jungle Facebook page. It's still there. I don't, you know, interact with it, but I leave it there because it's kind of cool. Like at the time I made quite a, quite a number of predictions about things going up and down and posted charts ahead of time and afterwards. And I was right about everything I said. And it was like, you know, you should buy this and it's at this price right now and see what it goes to. And then like three days later, I post a chart saying, this is what I told you. And this is what happened. And the backdrop uh, cover photo for that page is one of those charts showing how high things is going up, like right after I said it would. So I, first of all, was like doing some of that, like just knowing the market and correctly saying what would happen. And then ended up doing the podcast and, and then got hit by the car and mm-hmm. stopped all that. What made you, what made you, <laughs> oh, you got hit by a car. That's what made you get out yeah, of Yeah, about almost five years ago, I got hit head on in a hit and run um, and had a traumatic brain injury. I uh, don't have any memory of that half that morning. It happened at eight in the morning, they say. And uh, I woke up in the back of a cab at 11.30 with a bag of pain medicine and my head wrapped up understanding that I've been hit by a car, but not having any kind of memory of anything that had happened. Is that when you first started getting into the marijuana a little bit more? Because of the um, accident? It was a, it was definitely a key uh, healing or my physical pain was so massive in the early times of that, that when I I didn't have any marijuana or any pain medicine at one point. And then when somebody brought me some and I took this just one little hit of some Jamaican or whatever it was, and I felt so much better so fast that in that moment, no matter how hurt I was and everything, I was like, wow, okay, medical marijuana, like shit. Like it, did me so much good that yeah it was um a big part of allowing me to do the healing that i did more or less on my own without outside assistance or money or whatever i lived in a very simple way after that happened and i didn't have anybody come to the rescue or you know come to town or send me a lot of money or anything right well the laws are different in costa rica you can't because you get in a car accident, it doesn't actually mean that you're going to walk away with a pile of money, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, you know, well, first of all, yeah, that's true. And then second of all, this is a hit and run. So nobody knows or is saying who hit me. So Right. So there's no possibility so, you know. of actually no redress in anything. So- no. But anyway, the criminal case against the guy who threw the big rock at the back of my head a year and a half ago, is was just approved to go forward by the judge and his penalty would be between one and six years in prison for basically attempted murder they were considering it something like that serious corporal injury so i had a little more than three years after the car hit me than that disturbed youth uh tried to attack me and did push punch and tackle me but then none of that had an effect so then when i chased him out of my yard and, you know, choked him until he needed to be and then carried him out of the yard and threw him and said, go and chased him away. Didn't hurt him though. You know, I never didn't choke him out, didn't hurt him, never hit him. 
but yeah, then when I, you know, he's just crying on the ground, like crying for his uncle, like just such a little bitch. And then I just ran back to my house and he, I can't believe I said that on a podcast. <laughs> you might edit that or whatever, big boys exactly. and girls. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, it was, uh, well, you, that was his. You show great restraint you know? because, you know, you are a black belt. You could have done some serious damage to him, but you chose not to. And I think that's a, that's something. It counts for well, something. Well, you know, he threw this big rock in the back of my head while I was running to my house, and I knew what he did, and I blocked it with my hand. Of course, I wasn't seeing any of this. I just protected my head, and that's why my hand took the blow and broke my finger in two places and smashed the tendon in the tip of the finger. And as an artist, as a martial artist, as a musician, as a writer, all of these things now, anytime I want to start doing any of that, if I get any level of intensity pretty soon, I have all this pain from that injury. So, so that's so, a reality that's something to deal with. So you do take a lot, you do take cannabis and you do use cannabis pro- products, base products, in order to um, help you deal with the pain, correct? Yeah, in fact... It's a massive difference for everything that I'm dealing with from the accident when I use both CBD-related tinctures, which means also things like combinations with CBG, with maybe CBN, with other herbs, like one that you like, Ginkgo Biloba, Ashwagandha. There are different mixes of things with the CBD. They work synergistically. And then, of course, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of the topicals and balms, creams, salves, roll-ons, all these things. I'm testing several from different suppliers. We have our main Mount Meadow, Mothers of Mercy Pain Salve, which is an organic 2,000 milligram, two ounce, you know, really great value and really great product. And then I'm working with some others, too. Impact Wellness, um, some people that I want to, you know, don't mind mentioning on here, even though we're not formally aligned, but they're helping my mother right now who just had a stroke a couple days ago and is doing okay, but needs the benefit of this medicine. And now I contacted these guys and they're giving her specific blends of CBD and um, Ayurvedic influence herbs this guy's wife is a ayurvedic doctor and pray and, and so um, prayers go out to your mom dave if you, thank you if, um she's recovering from a stroke i believe so yes she had a stroke she's doing you know relatively well but um i i got on this immediately and made sure that the same day i knew about it we had ordered her that she connected with this friend of mine in the business who knows very well how to do custom formulations. And then we had um, salve and tincture oriented towards her recovery on their way to her already so that she should have them by Monday at the latest tomorrow. And now we're going to have another interesting something to report on here about my mother's progress when we talk again. Because I plan on making a real impact on her with these things. And I promised her, I demanded of everybody in my family that this be followed through on. Or on Monday, 
if they hadn't done it, I was going to order the stuff myself and get it sent her. But I was so emphatic that they did get on the phone and they talked to my friend and they got the right products coming. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm using more and more of the products myself, um, both for the normal maintenance stuff that helped me do the things in my day. Like I love the salve. Like I said, the pain salve is great. And then various pain products made with the cannabis family of plant uh, derived uh, materials are just incredibly and perhaps uniquely effective at alleviating pain and helping uh, recovery. And I think this has a lot to do with the, of course, the little known science behind how uh, cannabis affects people the way it does and in such a variety of ways that it actually affects it does is the endocannabinoid system and that the human body has receptors that identify and interact with the components of cannabis, the cannabinoids, in an identical manner to how they interact with the human-produced endocannabinoids. And that means that through utilizing these plant-based medicines that contain the cannabinoids, we are triggering all of these systems in our body's natural system in a way that is identical to our natural triggers. And this is why it's so effective in the ways, in many ways it is. We don't have this science mapped out exactly and specifically, but it's quite a new one, really. You know, after 2018, um, spectrum of products has uh, dramatically increased and it's, you know, changing all the time and the ways of combining the different cannabinoids and combining them with other substances as well like Ayurvedic things, like our uh, CoQ10 or uh, turmeric, you know, many ways. You know, I love CoQ10. That's right. Right, exactly. I have a a tincture right now uh, from a supplier that I'll introduce you to soon, which has THCV and CoQ10 and CBD. Oh, I definitely want it. I definitely want it. Yeah, dude. You know, my Fucking ba- cool. Yeah, because my background is in, yeah, it sounds cool. My background in nutraceuticals tells me that I I feel like along with cannabis, because and one of the reasons why I feel this way is because it's been a part of my daily regimen. Along with cannabis, mm-hmm. CoQ10, those are two of the two things that I've pretty much consistently ingested into my system for the past twenty years, and mm-hmm. I feel great. As compared to other people my age, and I don't want to, I don't want to stop on David's parade because we do have all the women on Twitter chasing after Dave's picture. But I'm not exactly chop liver right now for someone who's 53 years old, and I, I still got it going on a little bit. I think, at least, you know. But then again, you know what? Yeah, 50s the new 30. Basically, the only way you stay 30 if you're 50 is if you have a lot of money. <laughs> it does help and I don't but I'm so, trying to buck the trend yeah well there, we're, there's the outliers there's always the outliers and everything and it's a different world now so but you see I'm getting <laughs> off I'm getting off topic already so I'm going to bring us back here but it's very important that people understand that the reason why we're doing this is a lot of the focus in a lot of the states is about hippies and people getting high 
just living their lives high. And it's really not about that when it comes to cannabis. When it comes to cannabis, it's about really more of a natural path of healing. And that's something that we really want to emphasize here on Doing Delta. And that's something that we plan on emphasizing with our own brand of products, which we plan on bringing out sometime in the early new year. It's been a lot of things that haven't happened. We've learned a lot over the past year trying to get this thing up and running and moving in the right direction. And we're going to take those mistakes. And we promise you that we're going to take those mistakes and we're going to turn them into victories into victories for not just us, for not just for us, but for you. So you can have some place where you know where you can get a quality product that's going to help you with all of these different things. And getting high is a part of it too. You know, getting high is a part of it for, too, some. for some. But there, you yeah, know, I have uh, I have now some CBD pre rolls coming here for the local market. For some, it's going to have CBD pre rolls without any Delta Eight involved. And also some, uh, I got a small order of CBD vape cartridges too, just because finally I got a couple people specifically asking and I got enough kind of pre-orders to get a minimal order. Like my whole order was like four tinctures and like 20 like carts, but they're here already. So some, somebody I know in Costa Rica who's an importer on the other side and he had them. So, so I made a little like, you know, $300, $280 purchase. And it'll get delivered tomorrow, and then I have for that stuff that'll more or less cover the cost pretty quick. And yeah, you see, I got a micro, t- little micro business. That's how we test new test a new product or addresses small local concerns. But but yeah, I've been you know people have been coming to me and saying, hey, we love these pre rolls, but some people also don't want to have any high. And right. they still want the pre-rolls. I said, yeah, good. We're going to, you know, we cater to that too. It's not, like you said, it's not all about the high. And the main thing is about just improving people's quality of existence in one way or another. Less stress, less anxiety, less pain, um, more energy in the case, for example, of THCV, which actually increases people's focus and energy and motivation. So... People have a limited understanding of the range of possibilities which with is the wild. cannabis plant. Which is completely yeah. wild. The way that we've been the way that we've been misled about this poor plant, which is one of the greatest things that God has actually gifted us on earth. Shame, shame well, big sense, farmer. You know? Shame big farmer. It makes plenty of sense because this is, it's a highly empowering. That's why they did read for madness and everything. They had to demonize this plant, which weakened all these other industries, the auto industry, the steel industry, plastics and all this. They're like, wait a second, hemp's going to take away our thunder. Yeah. You know, but now they're, now they're positioned and we're all moving in the same direction, hopefully. And hopefully, collectively, as a community, we can move in the same direction as well. But, yeah, hey, it's what it is. But, Dave, man, we've had a great short conversation and everything. And I think we're going to keep it right there. We're going to knock it out right there, bro. Right on. Good. Yeah, we've uh, that's a good introduction to these my use of these products and my mom's situation. And I'm going to update on both things the next time we talk, too. And look forward to telling that story. Most and of. saying, you know, hopefully that, that my mom is much improved by using this medicine, which I promised she would be. 
and I believe, and, I, and in my own life and my clients here, especially for pain things, man, it's magic. You put the you put these pain products on the topicals, particularly, and pain just goes away. It's life changing. Well, we're planning on focusing on all of the people that can be positively affected by cannabis-based products. Um, moms, kids, which is something that, which is a completely and totally um, broad conversation that we're going to have over the course of months to come here on Doing Delta, as well as some more recreational and fun recreational things. And come and check us out from time to time and you'll see. And hopefully, you know, we'll get back with some of our original um, contacts they're really great companies. It's not one-sided whatsoever. We're going through upheaval. Well, germs. Yeah, that was doing Delta. Yeah, we're listen. We're going through upheaval. We're moving our home offices here at Doing Delta. Also, we've got some other things that we've got on the agenda. So it's like we haven't forgotten what our mission is. It's just that we've got to make sure that the mission can be carried out completely. So, Dave from Costa Rica, give yourself a round of applause. The end of the broadcast doing Delta. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.